Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, part of ESPN 97.5, The Wheelhouse. Jake Asman joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. Jake, how we doing, man? Appreciate you giving us a few minutes. My pleasure, Jonathan. Good to be with you. Yeah, so there's a lot of places we can take this. Uh, I First off, though, I want to know whether or not you actually think the Texans are anything I know you th- – I here's the thing. You're not going to put lipstick on a pig. I know you're not going to tell me they're good, but do they have an actual chance against the Browns on Sunday? Uh, no, they don't. I mean, I'd be <laughs> stunned if they, if they won this game. Now, maybe can they cover? I, I suppose maybe Deshaun's rusty, a couple turnovers. Damian Pierce is a huge game for the Texans. But honestly, you know, this is like the Texan fans' Super Bowl, but most Texans fans don't even think they have a chance at this one on Sunday. So – uh, yeah, to answer your question, no. I don't think the Texans have a chance in this one. Are Texans fans really treating it like it's the Super Bowl, though? Like, Are they really that? I mean, I know it, this was three head coaches ago, right? You, you know, it's, it, it's, it's just all about Deshaun and just the, the, the way he left and, and all the allegations that came out after the fact. So uh, the, the Texans themselves aren't necessarily treating it like it's that much more of a bigger game. But, you know, you'll see from the fan base, there'll be more people at this game than probably any game they've had all year. And, you know, they've had a lot of issues getting people in the seats. That will not be the case on Sunday. It's not quite a sellout yet from what I've been told, but there's certainly an uptick in fans that will be there compared to a typical home game this season. So, Jake, what you're saying basically is that it, the fans that will be in attendance will be there just to boo Deshaun Watson. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of Browns fans too, Jonathan. I mean, you know this is better Travel. than anyone. The Browns fan base travels well, so... Uh, we, we've seen this. Uh, you know, Houston's a great city, so a lot of fans always make this kind of their, their getaway game or their road trip game, especially in December when the weather's really nice here and it's cold in other areas. So I, I think the, the, the crowd is going to be fascinating. If Texans fans that are there, they're out to boo. That's the only thing that they're, they're going into the game trying to do, just boo Deshaun Watson and <laughs> get their pound of flesh. I mean, it's just, it's so silly to like put down your own money and then go to the game, like get up early, tailgate, do whatever you need to do, but then like go to the game, buy the nachos, buy the beer. And then like, just so you have that, what, that one moment where Deshaun Watson, who's probably listening to Kevin Stefanski call in plays anyway, probably won't even hear you just so you can get like a loud boo. Like it's silly, Jake. It is. It, it, it is, but that's that's sports in a nutshell, right? Like, we're all nuts. Like, uh, you know, if fan is short for fanatic. So we're all kind of crazy. I'm sure the parking lot before the game is going to have a bunch of massage tables and small towels. I mean, I'm telling you, like, we, I, probably, I have probably talked more about Deshaun Watson than, like, anyone the last two years, you know, doing my show and then obviously all the speculation with the trade. So, you know, we were able to kind of put it to bed for a little while, but this whole week, I mean, it's basically been the return of Deshaun Watson on local radio down here. If the Texans were good right now, would you guys care as much? I, I think it would be even bigger, uh, honestly, if they were good. It would be like, see, we don't even need you, Deshaun. Like, look what we have. Davis Mills is lighting it up. And obviously, <laughs> well, Davis Mills has been benched, and that's not going to happen. And the Texans are probably going to be you know, drafted a quarterback with the first pick in the draft. Uh, so the, the, the matchup itself definitely loses some luster from, from Texans fans. And the team's been so unwatchable for most of this year. 
What, what can you tell me about Kyle Allen? Is it you, you said we're already going for the number one pick. I, I know everyone's on the Caleb Williams train, but is he is he just there's just no redeeming qualities with Allen? Yeah, the thing with Kyle Allen is, I mean, maybe he's a little better than Davis Mills, but it, it, it's not really going to matter. I mean, he got an opportunity last week when they they sat Mills down for the first time, and and Allen wasn't great. He threw two interceptions. Uh, I mean, can he be a little better on Sunday? Maybe now that he has like his his first game of the season. You know, in the books, maybe he can get more comfortable in this offense. But they just don't have players, man. And Brandon Cooks is not going to play for the Texans on Sunday. They, they just do not have enough. And, and ultimately, you know, Kyle Allen could play pretty well, but then the Texans' defense will crack. So I, I just don't see the path how the Texans really make this a close game in the fourth quarter. Jake Asman, ESPN 97.5, joining us here on 92 Through the Fan. Uh, now, I know you're, you, you know, you you did national work before you did some ESPN stuff, and, and I know uh, you haven't been in Houston for like a million years the way like, you know, John McClain has, for instance. But we had John on the other day, and John was talking about how uh, no one in Texans media had a relationship really with Deshaun Watson. I know you go to every game. I know you cover every game, and you're there. And I believe there was some really viral clip you had with Watson in one of the press conferences. I couldn't remember what exactly it was. I remember you being involved somewhere there. Did you find that to be true as well? Yeah, so you know, you brought up the you know the the press conference thing. I actually had a pretty good relationship with Deshaun. Now he wasn't that close with like people in the media. We weren't like buddy buddy. But if I ever saw like Deshaun out at like a you know a Rockets game or just like a charity event, he'd always stop to say hello. Like he was always very respectful to me. So I, I have like no ill will towards the guy. Um, but he, for whatever reason, I mean, I, I guess I have an idea. I was very critical of, of everything he allegedly did. He blocked me on Twitter. So, <laughs> oh, he I, did. I cannot, yeah, I can no longer see Deshaun's tweet. So that's, that's about uh, the extent of my relationship with Deshaun. It used to be decent, but uh, not so much anymore, I suppose. Uh, it happens, man. I, I was like the biggest Baker homer you could ever like imagine. And I got blocked by Baker. So like, it just, it happens. I, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't sweat it. Uh, they just, they get in their feelings for whatever way. And then it just kind of is what it is. Uh, all right. So you said 0% chance that the Texans can win this one. Basically, uh, if it does happen, why would it have happened? Turnovers by Deshaun Watson. Maybe the Browns. You know, maybe the Browns pull what they did week two against the Jets. You know, I don't know something something crazy like that. I think would have to happen. I just why, like maybe maybe I'm being too critical of the Texans, but I mean they are really bad, and I'm sure no one in your audience <laughs> spent any time watching the Texans this year. Like it, it, it is a chore to watch them. They 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 really don't do anything well right now. And you know, then you have Lovey Smith after the game last week when they're down thirty to nothing at halftime talking about the fact, well, you know, there were some positives from the second half. It's like, Lovey, the Dolphins took out Tua. They stopped trying. They could have won 50 to nothing if they wanted to. So the entire fan base is very kind of desensitized right now. It's just all the losing, and they want to fast forward to the offseason where they might have a new head coach and an opportunity to draft Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. So they've just been tough, man. Like They've been a bad football team this year, and I actually thought they were going to be a little better than they were last year when they somehow won four games, but They've regressed. The, the play calling by Pep Hamilton has been abysmal. Davis Mills, when he was out there, regressed from the end of his rookie year where he started to kind of put together some good games and there was some hope for the future. It, it's been really ugly this year. And, you know, one of the, the, the top players that they brought in, Derek Stingley Jr., third overall pick in the draft, he's about to miss another game due to injuries. So you don't even get the opportunity to watch him go up against you know, whoever the Browns' number one wide receiver on a given day would be on Sunday. It's kind of a weird year for you personally, right? Because you're doing radio in Houston, and then you also have this big YouTube presence with the Jets. I love your YouTube show, by the way. I think that's really good. I, I want to get into the YouTube space, but I never I never dip my toes into it. I'll just stay with the radio. But you do this, like, Jets show as well that's, like, really popular, and then the Jets are just taking off. So you just, like, 
do you just talk a lot of New York Jets and just kind of like push the Texans aside when it comes to? I mean, you obviously have a job to do, but like you just talk a lot of Jets as far as your football is concerned. Like, are you guys are you using more college football, more baseball right now, like on the air? Yeah, so you know, on YouTube, I grew up in New York. I'm a huge Jets fan, so I kind of started the YouTube channel. It's just kind of like an outlet to talk about the team I root for because you know, when you're doing radio in Houston, no one really cares about you know the New York Jets. So that's kind of how it started. But uh, YouTube's been fun. It's, it's a cool outlet to kind of interact with a, a different community on there. And then obviously doing local radio here in Houston, we're focused mostly on Texans, Astros, Rockets, and we talk a ton of NFL and college just in general. You on TikTok yet? Yeah, I'm, so I'm on TikTok, Jonathan, but I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, it's I'm trying tough, to man. figure it out, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I missed the TikTok window to even really get started. <laughs> I, I occasionally <laughs> scroll through, but I have no idea what I'm doing. You'll just wait for like another app to come, and then it can just replace it. I get it. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just kind of waiting for the next thing to jump in on. Uh, because you're so good at branding and you're so good at social media and everything, what did you make of Drew Brees and uh, the stunt that was pulled today? Did people think that was real? Like, I, I think people did. For a second that this was, it's, it's crazy to me that people thought that was real. I, I saw the video and I'm like, all right, this is fake. And I'm never going to support points bets now. I mean, what a waste of time. Like, <laughs> whose genius idea was it? Oh, let's pretend Drew Brees gets hit by lightning. And we're going to use that as our buzz forward, free bet promotion, whatever it was. I mean, that was that was awful, man. I will not use points bets going forward. That, that's my take on that. No how, thank you points bets. How much money would it take for you to fake your own death and not be able to tell your family to then like three hours later come out and say you're alive and everything's okay? What's, what's the dollar amount attached to that for you? Oh, man, you're putting me in a tough spot here because, you know, if that, I mean, I definitely would do it. There's definitely a price. Uh, I would have to think about this. There definitely is a price. I, I think everyone listening knows deep down inside there is a price. Uh, I just don't know what that price is off the top of my head. It's definitely a, it's definitely a number that probably has uh, at, at least four zeros in it to start. I'm low, I'm low five figures. I think I think we'll get it done. I, don't think it's, I really don't think it's that much for me. Jake, appreciate you giving us a few it. minutes. Uh, we'll catch up with you later. Enjoy the game Sunday, man. Thanks, Jonathan, and enjoy the game. The return of Deshaun Watson. The city of Houston is ready. All right. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate you as always. Uh, Jake Asman on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.